Good morning. You're listening to Drinking Socially, the official untapped podcast. Your weekly look into what's happening in the untapped community and the world of beer. This episode is brought to you by Untapped and the Untapped Store. Use the coupon code PODCAST to get 20% off of your next purchase. Even if you used it for the last episode, use it again. I think that's how it works. Um, And if you haven't yet, please like this episode if you're on YouTube. And why not subscribe to the podcast so you know that we're releasing new content every Wednesday. If we manage to get 50 likes on YouTube for this episode, I will personally buy Harrison his own pair of glasses. What a day. You heard it here first, folks. All right. To be or not to be, that is the question. Now, Hamlet said that. However, if old Hambone was live today, he'd probably be asking something a little different. Well, first, he'd he'd probably be saying, what was in that wine? But then he would ask something (laughs) (laughs) we've all been asking lately when it comes to beer, to go or not to go. That is the question. And for me, since about March of last year, it's been the former more than the latter. And while I'm starting to forget what faces actually look like and what is and isn't you know, appropriate to do in public, all hope is not lost. Because I've got a badge to look forward to every time I bring a beer home and tag the place that I purchased it at in that check-in as I scroll through Netflix for 20 minutes and then go to sleep. I'm talking, you know, you guys know, I'm talking about the to go please badge and tonight or today or this morning, uh, we grabbed a new go to beer from Sweetwater Brewing out of Georgia to help us level up this mobile little badge. John, tell us all more about to go please and what it's all about. So the real important part about the badge to go, please, is where you place the emphasis. Are you a to go, please, or are you more of a to go, please sort of uh, beer drinker? At the end of the day, the badge description tells us, as it's written, it's time to give Bottle Shop some love by adding them to your purchase at location. And as Harrison pointed out to me, Bottle Shops on Untapped basically mean Anywhere in the world that you got your beer, we've leveled up this badge tagging that we purchased our beers from the grocery store, the gas station, the in a perfect world, the ballpark. So basically, this badge is here to help you keep track of leveling up all the times you've drank a beer and you told us or your friends or your future self where you bought that from. And this beer, I think, echoes... Some, I know it echoes some some nostalgic memories for Harrison. So please, Harrison, tell us what we're drinking uh, so I can ask you how exciting it was for you to purchase. Uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll cover your, your origin stories on the to-go batch here once we crack this beer open. That sounds perfect. All right, cool. So today we are drinking Hazy, or maybe it's H-A-Z-Y, because there are periods in between each letter, but Hazy, I'll call it that, from Sweetwater Brewery um, out of Georgia. It is a New England IPA coming in at 6.2% ABV, about 45 IBUs. 
and it is new to their lineup um, this year. Only about 6,000 check-ins total so far, but already it carries uh, a 3.83 bottle caps on untapped. So out to a killer start. And from Sweetwater themselves, as they note about this beer, we endowed this straight-up juice bomb with a double dry hop of Mosaic, Citra, El Dorado, and Azaka for a blast of mango, stone fruit, lime, and pine. It's not a mirage, but a tasty, refreshing oasis in your pursuit of haziness, which I love. A lot of Hamlet poems. Sweetwater's got some poems going on. The Bard would be happy tonight. Um, but enough about that. John, have you gotten in here and had a first sip? What do you know? What's happening? It didn't take much more than just pouring this beer out of the can before you smell, right? The nose on this. There's been a lot of Sweetwater beers, namely yes. the G13 strain, exactly. where pouring it out of the beer smells like a college <laughs> friend. Um, <laughs> That's it. But Sweetwater, I think, killed the nose yeah. on this. I mean, tropical fruit. It's like walking by a vacation that I can't <laughs> afford. And the taste, um, as soon as you said mosaic, yeah. but I get, I can't tell, I'm not good enough to say whether it's El Dorado or Azaka that's giving me that mosaic. I can recognize like the stone fruit, that yep. delicious flavor of summer to me but then there's like a lime zest mm -hmm. bitterness that comes in and just pushes all mm. that residual sugary sweetness right out of my palate and and i'm ready for another sip <clears throat> ad infinitum this is good this is i think this is the first hazy beer from sweetwater that i've had nice it's six would you say 6.2 6 percent yep. exactly right this yeah. isn't gonna last long man i know what's, right. what's your take on it yeah this is killer and i mean really yeah this is killer this is awesome it's stone fruit it's mango it's got a nice you're right it's like a i mean it's piney lime zest bitterness on the finish and for me it like it holds on to the mango and the stone fruit and like the watermelon for a long time and I, then I think it's done and then it goes like lime pine bitter punch and that's great it's awesome it's not just like a fruit forward juicy IPA that's like got almost no perceivable bitterness this makes me want to take another sip with that little little lime pine dance happening in the back of my tongue right now so this is this is awesome. It's been really fun the past couple of years to watch like larger regional breweries kind of take a crack at the hazy IPA yes. thing. When that first happened, everyone was certain like, you know, this will only be, I can only find this in Vermont. You have to get it fresh. Right. And then yep. it was like, you have to I get can, it fresh. Right. You have to get a local. <laughs> exactly. And then now, you know, obviously all these breweries that have been brewing for some of them decades are like, I think we can figure this out. And here we are now. It's you know available in every grocery store, um, a, you know something like this. And I've been impressed by pretty much all of them from Sierra Nevada's Hazy Little Thing. Um, that one's always yeah. really good. It always impresses me. You know, uh, Firestone Walker is doing some great hazy stuff right now. There's a ton of them, and it's 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 awesome to know that right. I can go and while I'm shopping for. Real fruit, I can get a fruity IPA too that's hazy and delicious at the exact same store, which is uh, it's pretty it took nice. some time, yeah, 
but almost all of those breweries that you know initially like oh they're never they'll never be able to do their own heady topper clone um those big breweries that were just on the on the shelf selling six packs of uh, their west coast ipa or whatever hadn't kept up with the trends it's really cool like you said to see that now to see them i mean this beer is discernibly hazy yeah. it gives all the fruits and mm. uh forward fruitiness that i would expect and i i appreciate the little bitter back end on it yeah. the part that confuses me and they don't they don't tell me in the can either is so it's as you said it's h-a-z-y with periods in between yep. and i want to know what that means i know uh. that someone like for me the best i have is here are the yodelers <laughs> and I don't. I have to believe they Sweetwater has come up with something better than that. Maybe not. Maybe like our last episode, it's a bit of inception here. Perhaps there's a Da Vinci puzzle. The H and the A and the Z are a clue, to like to when the third National Treasure movie starring Nick Cage comes out, and that's the first clue he discovers on his journey to discover George Washington's, you know, first toothbrush or whatever he has to find. Um, but yeah, that's good. If you guys know out there and have figured out the puzzle of the H A Z Y or hazy, please let us know. Um, this is bigger than like the Mars landing parachute that just got decoded a little while yeah, ago. Like the, now right. let's work on Sweetwater's hazy. Tell us what this. that means. There'll be a small, a couple in the Midwest who were school teachers for 50 years. that will figure it out. Just like, anyway. That's a, that's a reference to an obscure crime from the night, the seventies. Um, okay, so <laughs> right, my um, uh, and then you, yeah, you alluded yes. to my 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 story here about about Sweetwater and and tell me about why buying Sweetwater <sighs> with the, uh, almost anywhere. Tell me about why that's so important <laughs> or unique to you. It really when I picked this beer up, I I laughed in a and I in a whatever as i looked back at my journey of in life for many reasons but specifically to this story that when we moved down to north carolina about five years ago um yeah um i came down myself looking for houses and stuff family was still up in the northeast and i remember taking a break from looking for you know somewhere to to live um jumping into a gas station and, and trying to grab a Gatorade and on the phone with my wife and I'm talking to her distracted, tired all day from looking at apartments and trying to remember things and lost in a new town. And, and I'm scanning, talking to her and scanning the, the aisles and the coolers and looking just for Gatorade or something. And I keep going and I'm talking to her and I go, huh, that looks like a beer, but I can't be a beer. I'm in a <laughs> gas station. What's well, ridiculous. <laughs> And then I kind of like come to and realize I am indeed looking at a whole bunch of cooler doors full of beer in a gas station. That wasn't a thing growing up in Connecticut and then living in Philadelphia, which has the weirdest, oldest beer laws ever, where you can actually get beer in that state, you know, is it's, it's like pick it out of a hat. And that, that if you own a hat shop, you can sell a beer, but not in a grocery store. It's changed <laughs> That's now. actually but, right. remarkably accurate. <laughs> it's a little bit. It's a little better now, but it used to be ancient. So this was a shock to me and an exciting shock. And so I look for later that night, grabbed two Sweetwater 420 cans out of the door. I think we're like $3 for two 16 ounce pounders. And, 
and really, and they're fresh as heck because, you know, Georgia's a, two states away. So, um, and for the first, I don't know, probably a couple months we lived down here, that was, I like drank tons of sweet water because also you didn't see that a lot up in, um, in certainly not at all in Connecticut. And I think it had just come to Philadelphia when we lived there very recently. So it wasn't readily available like it is down here. So I, I took to drinking a ton of 420, but I'll never forget that kind of, that exchange at my wife who's like, tell me about the square footage and or is it near good schools? And I'm freaking out in a gas station going, there's beer, I'm, there's beer in front of me, honey, beer. Important, important news update. I'll be interrupted. I'm your, sure there's a school somewhere. Right? It doesn't matter. There's beer here. We've made it. We've made it. And I can, I can retire here now. Um, so Sweetwater will always hold that, uh, that space in my mind and heart is in through my beer journey of discovering the joys of, buying solid, you know, amazingly crushable beers in a gas station in the most unlikely places sometimes. So kudos. You don't know how fortunate you are until you've lived in the Pennsylvania era, late 90s. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Something like that. I know. Oh, my gosh. All right. So let's dive into this badge a little bit more. We enjoy this beer, John, and kind of tell the people about how they can earn it. And I think we have some cool stats about it as well. We, we dove deep into this badge to see what we can see. But, uh, yeah, what do, we, what do we got? "Quote unquote cool." The um, <laughs> the so how 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 do you earn this badge? We covered that a little bit in the beginning. You check into your beers and you tag in the bottom. There's a lo- you can tag where you purchase your beers at. So that's pretty straightforward. And then you level this up every five times you've done that. Much like the taster badge we covered a few episodes ago, uh, you just this continues to level up for all the beers you tag that you purchased at anybody that was old enough to drink last year should already have this maxed out. (laughs) If you're cognizant enough, if you, there's two, I think there's two, there's more than two, but there's definitely two types of untapped check-iners where you, you check every single box that you can. And then there's the ones like me where it's like, I've got a picture and (laughs) I've tagged the person I want to see this beer. Right. But anyways, this badge, so for a little over 400,000 unlocks, yeah. uh, which is, I guess, less than I expected, right. but maybe some of y'all were out drinking or maybe everybody checks in like I do, where it's, you, you maybe you only check in like the significant purchased at locations. If you, one of your friends hand delivers you <clears> a <throat> legally purchased and delivered beer from other half in New York City yes. and you check it in when you live in North Carolina, then it, yeah. It's a pain in the butt, but go into untapped and search for that other half location in New York City. And you can sometimes you'll even earn other half's local badge if you do that or other breweries as well. So 400,000 unlocks. Some of the beers that we see unlocking this badge the most, uh, which was really surprising. Toppling Goliath King Sue was right at the top of the list. Do you, Harrison, they're not like that's not a widely distributed Brewery Toplin Goliath. Right. The burgeoning metropolis of Decorah, Iowa is right, decidedly smaller than most. And right, that beer is, as far as I know, not yeah, very uh, widely distributed. However, come to think of it now, it may have been one of those beers you saw kind of pop up more and more and more markets during the past year as Toplin Goliath, you know, has the opportunity now to move more canned products around. Um, with, you know, draft sales just being not what they usually are. So perhaps that can explain a little bit of it coinciding with the 
growth probably of this badge over the past year. But I mean, that was a surprise for sure to see that in the top 10 of King Sue, a beer that's on my wish list. And I haven't, you know, yeah, I know I can't find it. <laughs> and everyone it, else is Decorah, no Iowa. Right. Some of our international users are probably reasonably lost at that. I couldn't point to it on a map. It'd be like, show me a i don't know what the town name is that's 50 miles north of leeds in right. england but right. it's that level of remote mm-hmm. um <laughs> stone stone brewing there enjoy by that beer always crushes yeah. they're doing uh the next one that you'll be seeing is enjoy by 420 sure. if you're checking that in now you're early as heck but i guess it's fresh and enjoy by 420 i think is their best performing in that series no no real question as to why um <laughs> and uh, number one harrison any guesses as to what the most popular beer to earn this purchased at badge is I, would, I may know this already and it's probably no surprise to many of you that it's also one of the most checked in beers on tap period so it would you know, not be too much of a surprise, but Brewdog's Punk IPA sweeping in at number one. That's that's still, I'm glad to see. I mean, Brewdog for all the, I think they've done mostly good. Mm-hmm. I'm glad to see them doing well. I think it was either you or someone else that recently told me they're opening up a new location here in the States. So cool. good, good for you, Brewdog. Yeah. I mean, they're cranking um, out killer stuff. So, I mean, yeah, they're just they're hustlers. That's for sure. I, I can't, I can't disrespect. Like one of the coolest stories of 2020 was Aldi. Basically, <laughs> I won't say basically stealing Brewdog's punk IPA recipe, branding, everything and producing it as like an Aldi beer and then Brewdog and Aldi, the guys were on Twitter, and, and instead of like let's meet in court, it turned yeah. into hey, let's work together and make a beer together. That's cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can respect that. Love that. Um, <clears throat> another cool part about this badge, before I ask Harrison how more how, how much more advanced he is than me, if you've earned this badge, if you haven't earned this badge, put your phone or screen down and go check in a beer and tag where you bought it from. But if you've earned this badge. You can go into Untapped. You can check out your badges. You can find the to-go badge, and then just scroll down, and you'll see like the places you tag the most. Yeah. It was no surprise to me that some of my top check-in <clears throat> purchase at locations were like Tavor back when they would ship to North Carolina, and one of my good friends bottle shops. Uh, so that's a nice little Easter egg that Harrison showed me about the badge. And so Harrison, since you know so much about this badge. How far along are you? Well, I'm level zero, except in front of that zero is another zero and a one. I'm level 100, John. I've maxed this out because all I do is sit in this room and drink beer. Um, Maybe that's not true, although I wouldn't be surprised if that's kind of what people assume. Um, but, uh, <laughs> yep. I maxed this guy out. I maxed it out last July, July the 14th, 2020 with Casita Brewings. Don't hurry. Be happy, which is, uh, their, their Hellas lager. They brewed last year. Loved it. Delicious beer and a bunch of sloths on his artwork on the cover. Kind of just slowly not hurrying about life. Um, but delicious beer. 
I think I may have even been watching the movie The Rental at the time, which is a good, if you like in your horror movies, it's or scary, not a horror movie. It's a thriller. Thousand Bree and Dave Franco. And anyway, it's a good time. Um, highly recommend. But anyway, that at home last summer, uh, Casita, uh, killer local brewery who was brewing all over the place for a while. But as we've mentioned before on the show, finally has their own spot. So this was, I actually think, now I'm stretching, but I think this may have been one of the first beers that came out of that now new permanent location um, of theirs. That was a good one. A lot of memories to level up on uh, and and max this guy out. But I've certainly, looking at my venue list, I mean, there's a lot of um, places, as we mentioned, from like grocery stores to gas stations to bottle shops to bars, breweries. Again, like any place you're tagging is the place you purchased a beer from. Uh, it's going to show up on this list uh, attached to this badge as you, you work to level it up. So some highlights for me um, as I went through this. I, I enjoyed um, a lot from a couple local grocery stores. Paris Teeter got me six. Lowe's on South College Road right near me, a great go-to where I grabbed this beer today. So I'll be tagging it in the check-in nice. tonight. Um, it has 45, and I thought that was pretty impressive. And then I kept scrolling and realized Hay Beer, which is a local bottle shop, I've checked in 321 times, and they were the purchase at location in 321 check-ins. So that is by far my winner. Hey Beer, I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> 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 uh, but uh, but anywho, John, what about you? How you doing on? I hate when um, I have to. <laughs> I hate when I have to follow you. Um, okay. Uh, cards on the table. I'm level 42. Good number. I know that I drank a lot of beer at home <laughs> last year, but I, I, as I said before, I, I sometimes get a little bit lazy when I check in my beers, but if I can just glaze over that, sure. the thing Let's I'm see. most excited about. So I'm at level 42 on to go, please. And I'm going to try and be more cognizant of tagging that. For every beer, not just for the special ones, but the most recent one that I tagged was a beer that was shared with me through an amazing angel of a person, uh, Richard G. out in New Jersey. Rich was able to share a beer called This Abyssal Plain. And if you're unfamiliar, that comes from Troon Brewing out in Hopewell, New Jersey. Whoa. And... Harrison and I had talked about like, dude, Troon, these guys are blowing. Every time someone checks into their beer on untapped, it's always well rated. I wish I could get my hands on it. And I was fortunate enough to legally interact with Richard in a way that was, uh, that I was able to procure a a crawler of this beer that he was kind enough to share with me. (laughs) I thought Harrison and I were lucky to be living next to new Anthem here in Eastern Carolina. If you're, Anywhere near New Jersey, just look for a line of people, get in the back of it and wait for the beer at Troon. This, it's supposed to be about the to-go please badge, but that beer that Rich shared with me from Troon, absolutely amazing. It was a brand new version of a New England IPA I'd never tasted before. It was beautiful. And 
because Richard shared the beer with me and I knew he bought it from Troon originally, I was that was something where I made sure <clears throat> to check like this is where the beer came from yeah. because eventually I'll go into my untapped and I'll want to reference that. So That's it was true. important for me to check that box. And no lines at Troon right now, but that's okay. If you're still close by, you can jump on this little ditty of an app called Osner and grab their beer right there. Get out. You can like order beer from Troon <laughs> on Osner? If you're fast enough, um, that's the name of the game. But yeah, they are using um, they are using Osner right now uh, to uh, sell their beer online, which is pretty cool and very helpful for them. So those guys are wild. Um, they certainly have kind of reinvented what hoppy beers are for a lot of people, and that's very been even cool to see. So um, yeah, try your luck. That's, soon, Harrison, <laughs> please. We're going to do a feature on Osner, the beer app. I think that's changing the way like memberships and sourcing those hard to find beers. And I know you know a little bit about it. So uh, maybe in, a, in, a, in an episode coming up in late March or April, we should we should talk about how that app works a little more. I like it. I do know a little bit about it. Um, but yeah, that's we can definitely do that, John. But that's tech, cool as heck that you got a chance to get, get on it because I'm very close to what True does every day and it's hard to... It is hard, as an understatement, to get a, ha- a handle on hand on any of their beers. So kudos to you, Rich. Thanks for sharing the love, man. That's awesome. Um, all right, Harrison. So I know usually at this point we're talking about a verified venue or a special place on Untapped that we want to highlight. What do you got in store for us? Uh, anything I might be familiar with? Yeah, so this week we're going to go travel not too far away from Troon, actually, and Philadelphia, which we've mentioned a ton and in a lot of episodes. But um, that's beside the point. We're going to go check out what's going on at the Poor House. So if you're unfamiliar, the Poor House has three locations, uh, one in Exton, PA, one in North Wales, PA, and one in Westmont, New Jersey. Um, and they are kind of like a like a it's not upscale casual they're like a sports bar but i don't know you feel like you're cooler than you are when you're there they do it very well and i'll argue that i've lived in a fair amount of cities worked in even more of them i think something that like the greater philly area does really well is that like sports bar experience with a ton of craft beer it's not like you're jammed in somewhere where there's french fries like cemented into the carpet and something smells weird and there are a lot of tvs this is like nice yep. leather back the craft right. beer is an amber right yeah. exactly this is this is nice booths it's real wood is your table's made of real wood like <laughs> things like this that you don't maybe <laughs> realize could be missing from your usual kind of sunday afternoon bar experience so Philadelphia kills this. It's, you know, with the wings, the beer, all this stuff. And the Poor House is a great example of this where they do it really well at each location. The, the draft lists are very well thought out. It's not just like 20 IPAs. It's the IPAs from the breweries you hope that would have the IPAs on. And, you know, the stouts and the browns and the lagers from those breweries do those things really well. Or then you know, it's, it's just they're very good at balancing stuff. Lots of local, too. And I, we found it because... This beer we're drinking tonight, Hazy from Sweetwater, was on tap at one of the locations 
and we jumped into their menu and saw they kind of had it organized by like Philly local beers and then other awesome national beers. Uh, and they have, I mean, great stuff all the time. So locally, I mean, you're seeing stuff from like Sly Fox and 2SP that their head brewer, Bob, has like, I think more Great American Beer Festival medals than like any other single person. A lot of that was from his time at um, Iron Hill Brewery, which is another local brewery to, to Philly area, nice. but now he's at 2SP. We've won plenty there. New Trail, Levante, Victory, so awesome stuff. But then also like, you know, national brands like Allagash and Fathead, Firestone Walker. So great food, killer wings, really well thought out beer program. Um, they just kind of do it right. You walk in there and you don't feel like the ground's going to be sticky. You feel like you're going to have a really nice experience and, uh, you know, have some great beer and be able to watch the game and um, so yeah. what if like, let's say we live in a, in a world that's a little bit more like the one we grew up in. Yes. Is there anything like if, if, if especially because it's closer, close to your kind of backyard, Harrison, if we were going to go to the poor house, is there any sort of like special thing that I want to make sure we go and not miss out on? Sure. Like, I don't know, dark night or something. Something like that. So there's this kind of, maybe it's unspoken, perhaps it's a bit underground, but there's this whole like rotating buck shuck night, I mean, referring to oysters here, around the whole Philly area where it's like almost any day of the week you can find a killer craft beer bar that has dollar oysters for at least an Ooh. hour or two that night. And they're always great. And that was something me and my kind of buddies clued in on early when we were living there of like this one does it Monday, it's Tuesday. So for um for the poorhouse, it's every Wednesday's Buck of Shuck night. And that I mean that's that's it for me. If I can find a spot to go it's cheaper and, you know, than the grocery store. Right? And I'll eat I mean and I've done it. I'll eat two, <laughs> three, four dozen oysters and have a couple of hazy IPAs and see you tomorrow. You know, I'm out of there. I'll go to the next one tomorrow. <laughs> so um yeah, that was something that jumped out to me about them is they're they're in on the Buck Shuck oyster night game. It's Wednesdays there. So um yeah, if you live there and you know, you know, you get it. But if you're not or you're visiting uh, that might be a cool kind of insider tip. Don't just look for an Austin Craft beer bar, but if you're an oyster fan, you can probably find an Austin Craft beer bar that has cheap oysters any day of the week. You just got to find the right one. So if it's Wednesday and you're there, the poorhouse is your spot. Kind of jealous right now because <laughs> I'm about to wrap this episode with you and go look for some saltine crackers or if I get lucky clubs. <laughs> but the sad part is I think just about every single – like. 99% of the beers I drank in 2020 were purchased at yeah. somewhere. Yeah. And the more we get into badges like this, the more I learned that I'm kind of a lazy check-in or hmm. lazy checker-in. Lazy is probably the most accurate <laughs> way to say it. And I guess regardless of whether you tag every beer you drink at home, you know, where you purchased it, or just the special ones like me, the important part is – going out and buying those beers, whether it's your local bottle shop or the brewery that has a tap room open or the flea market that's selling local <laughs> beer. Like make sure you're going out and supporting these amazing people that make the beer that allows us to get through our days. Um, and when you're drinking it, make sure to tag Harrison and I on Twitter or Instagram. You can find Harrison. He's at Harry beer beard. 
which is spelled exactly how you would think it is. And I am drinking with John. Also, check out the podcast on Podcast Places. Or if you want to watch Harrison <laughs> drink beer through his mustache, check us out on YouTube on Untapped's channel. What's coming up next week, Harrison? All right, John. And everybody out there, it's almost time. So we have, you and I, John, have one week left before the I'll Be Bach badge challenge, which is crazy. So if you haven't been following along with us on Untapped, the podcast, like clue you in real quick. Next week is our first um, badge challenge. We're going to be, hopefully, we'll see. Um, we see who has moved on from the current level we were both at, which was it level 20? Is that were we that high? I think, I think it was level one or Got two. It. Perfect. Probably one or two. Yeah. Whatever level <laughs> we're at for box, that seemed way too high. Um, right. I had an extra zero there. So we're trying to level <laughs> up. We're both at the same level of the LB Bach badge. We're trying to go to that next level or see who can move along farther than uh, the other safely and responsibly. Just by drinking box, my box, topple box, regular box, all that stuff. So we're going to have the results next week. So please follow along with us. Again, Harry Beer Beard, Dream with John on Untapped to keep us honest, cheer us on as we are keep tagging in the box, <laughs> right? Trying to find them. And then, <laughs> yeah. And we're hoping to have a pretty amazing box that episode too to enjoy together and kind of celebrate the journey we've been going on the past month um you know ever since this was this challenge this gauntlet was thrown down and of course it's really cool this times out really well with national Bach day which is march 20th so we're going to celebrate that a little bit early next week hope you join us um, we can t- we'll talk about box, different kinds of box, drink a bunch of them, probably make some I'll be Bach Arnold Schwarzenegger jokes. I'm sure that'll Definitely. happen. Um, Check in with me if you want to live. That's it. It's already happening. Yeah. So more of that. <laughs> Brush up on your Arnold movies. Grab some box. And uh, until then. Get to the Baca. <laughs> <laughs> the Chewbacca? <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> oh, cheers. Cheers. Ha, ha, ha.